This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. The silver mines, there's a kind-hearted woman, she's looking so fine, always taking care of her community, bringing folks together is her cup of tea. She's out on the road and all over the web, with a big smiling heart, it's about town, Deb. And welcome to City Talk. I'm about town Deb, your host, Debbie McCarthy. We are at the National Automobile Museum in Reno, Nevada. And usually I'm sitting here with somebody, but I'm doing the first segment all by myself. But don't fret. My next two segments, we are going to have um, Richard J. and Jennifer Baker um, from the Airport Authority. And um, Jen is on the outreach board, and I'm lucky and blessed to be on that right now. And um, Richard is actually a board of trustee and is a secretary. So we have really two, two good people who can really tell us how amazing our um, local Reno Tahoe International Airport is. But before that, let's go ahead and thank our sponsors. I want to thank Crystal Basin Cellars um, out of Camino. Wouldn't have my About Town Deb Red Blend if it wasn't for that. Home, en- Home Envy and Family Hope Project, which I'm really excited. We are going to be having a once a month segment dedicated um, to the Family Hope Project where the sidewalk meets the home got that right. Um, it's really amazing. We had our first show was great. I'm so excited. And, um, the second they're on the second Wednesday of the month and Grant Denton, who is an amazing community member is going to be on that show. Surratt law practice as usual. Kim Surratt, love her dearly. Wilderver grill and Phoenix media.us Christian, the man behind the screen, DD James and caliber hair and makeup to make sure that I have a theme song and my hair is the right color. So busy week. We always say a little bit about what's happening. Really had a busy week. And I wish Jazzy Georgia would come over here because she was a part of this really busy week. Um, but St. Patty's Day was Thursday. So we decided we were going to try to go, well, we did, from Sparks to Reno and support our local community. And if Jazzy Georgia was over here, she might have to give me a little tap on the shoulder. We started at Great Basin um, in Sparks, the brewery, and they are going to be supporting my wine too. So I wanted to support them. So we started there. Um, it was everybody, the green t-shirts, all of that. Then we went to um, Patty and Patty, Patty's and Irene right across the way, Irish pub. And man, I did not know that um, Patrice um, is incredible. Like it's a family owned pub and they just started a new menu. So Georgia actually had um, uh, corned beef and cabbage nachos. I'm like, of course she would order that. I don't know if you guys have ever had it. I stuck to the traditional corned beef and cabbage. We did have green beer though, but mind you, we started at 11. So it wasn't like we were having beer for breakfast. Um, and then we did, we went over to Mari Chewy's in Sparks, which is close by in Victorian Square, Sparks, Nevada, by the way, if you're listening on any of the other podcast formats. Um, and they were having some sp- margarita specials, even though it's St. Patty's Day, we didn't want to leave them out. Um, and then we went across there to um, Antonate Urban Winery, because they are all part of the Biggest Little Bites Pass. So we were just trying to support everybody in one day. Then we, I want to say we headed back to Reno and um, Keel, oh my gosh, Keel Irish Pub, Ron McCarty, um, he's opening up a brand new pub, which is incredible. And they had like the 
um, in the evening, they had music, they had their beer truck out there. We got to like peek in the window and, you know, check out the new bar. And he's a local stable when it comes to promoting the local artists and especially on St. Patty's Day. He always has a big blast. So uh, we were able to go there. And I think the next place was the brand new opening shanty. Oh, my gosh, guys. When you are in Reno, this is definitely a new place you need to go to. Shanty Dolan's. They had a grand opening and it used to be Mama Bear's, this little tiny bar on South Keystone and Second, I think. Little tiny bar. George and I went there once to go get Bloody Marys and it was oh, kind of oh, not really the place Jazzy George and I should be going, but we did because we wanted to experience all parts of Reno. Anyway, it was a cool little place. It's a lo- it was a local place, but Shanty Dolan's, the, the Dolan family, um, their um, nephews or their son, I mean, they're all the Dolan boys. They're young entrepreneurs and their families, um, they came back to town. These young, they're all like in their, I'm going to say late 20, early 30s or early 30s, but rock stars. They came back with their families because they wanted to come back to Reno and they wanted to make a difference. So, I want to say it's like an English-Irish pub. And they had it from Thursday to Sunday. They had music. The fashion truck was there, which I got my top. Um, It was just amazing. It was just the most you've got to, got to go. And then the Reno Aces invited me on Saturday to go check out their new food menu that they're going to be having. So on my page on About Town Dub, you can go and I have videos on my Instagram pretty much from the whole weekend of stuff we've done. And um, the Reno Aces definitely, guys, um, they're, they're at the Greater Nevada Field. And I have to tell you, they are supporting local as well, just like we were, you know, we're talking about the airport, which we're going to be chatting more about. Um, it really is our community. And I know wherever your, your community is, I would love you to go on my page at about town Deb and share with us, like what's your favorite local spot. And if we were to come to your town, where would we go? I mean, I really want to have your input. And I feel like if we all, because travel is, we were talking at the airport, travel is opening back up. It's the perfect time to share with each other our hidden hotspots. Cause I know I want to get out traveling. So please go to about town Deb and please share with me where you think about town Deb should go when she's out and about. Um, and I'm just going to, I, I'm going to do my quote now and I'm going to do it again. Cause I feel it's really important friends that travel together, stay together. And I feel like right now we are opening up. So also share with us, where would you like to travel? And um, another, th- I'm going to be sharing some fun facts throughout the show. And here's another fun, because we're talking traveling at airport. So how about this? For those of you who don't like jet lag, which I don't, forget jet, forget jet lag. Even if you travel from one end of China to the other, you'll still be in the same time zone. I did not know that. This is true despite the fact that the country has five distinct geographical zones and is similar in size to the continental United States. I did not know that. And if you're a Vegas person, I don't know if you are, Las Vegas has the most hotel rooms in the world. Did not know that. Um, And it said you can pick from more than 152,000 choices. Another fun fact. There was one more here. This is a good one. Travel makes you happier than money or gifts. I think this is definitely true. It might sound cliche, but the money you spend on travel is actually more rewarding than any material good you could buy. And that goes perfect with my quote, friends that travel together, stay together. Because seriously, guys, I would much rather have a trip with somebody special or a family member than than get a gift. Because really the gift of time and the gift of family is definitely important to me. So it is almost time for our first break. And we come back, we're going to be chatting with Richard J and Jennifer Baker. 
And I'm looking forward for you to get their perspective of how amazing our airport is, just like I do. So it's about time to have a city talk. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law Practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting LawyersForFamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. It is About Town Deb, Debbie McCarthy, your host. I am at the National Automobile Museum in Reno, Nevada, right by our beautiful river. And today, as I mentioned in my intro, I have one of my really good friends, longtime supporters, and loves our community. <laughs> I can say much more, but he has got a lot to cover. With me across from me today, I have Richard LJ. He is the um, on the board of trustees at the airport, the secretary for Reno Tahoe Authority. And I am honored because I am on the outreach committee now, thanks to you, I have a feeling. <laughs> so, yes. you know what? We, we love our town and we love our airport. Absolutely. So you have been a part of the board for a really long time and our community. So I'm just going to give you the floor because I know you have a busy day today. So share the most important things we need to know what's happening. Well, thank you so much, Debbie. It's honored, you know, I'm honored to be here. Um, you know, I have been a resident in Northern Nevada since 1967. So I remember when our airport was very, very small and what it is today and what it's going to be like tomorrow. I would like to start off by thanking our community just thank you, thank you, thank you for making RNO what it is today and what it's going to be tomorrow. You know, two years ago, this pandemic hit us and it hit us hard and it shut the entire economy down. And on April 11th, 2020, we had 212 passengers in the airport that day. Whoa. That's it. <laughs> That's pretty scary. It was, was it like a, ooh, oh, scary? Yeah, we, you know. I couldn't go there because, you know, we just couldn't be in there unless you were traveling. But, you know, I was talking to people throughout the day and they said, this is eerie. There's only, you know, and that's the whole day, you know, <laughs> and, you know, we've got to throw a huge thank out to our staff out there, the janitorial staff who kept that airport so clean and kept it safe for passengers coming through. Well, you know, the pandemic moved on and we started to recover and we recovered much, much faster than we had anticipated. We were using worst case scenarios for both revenue and expenses. And our airport and this community jumped in like never before. In fact, so much so that we are probably that one of the top five recovering airports in this country. Oh. And recently, the FAA has designated us as a medium-sized airport now. Is that okay? That could be good or bad. It's a good thing, but we might lose a little funding. We, we could maybe. lose some funding, you know. But as our community grows, the board realizes that we have to grow our yeah. airport. We have parking issues right now, which we're working through. Mm -hmm. We have, um, you know, cargo issues as this community oh, continues to grow. Okay. We're working on that, and I'll talk about that with our master plan. But we're also bringing in a number of new airlines. 
Two new services began at RNO, JSX service, uh, September 20th, newest entrance coming in by Express Jet. Uh, we've got some nonstop routes to Burbank, Orange County. Okay, I'm going to stop you on the Burbank one because everybody knows <laughs> I'm a Burbank girl. I know. <laughs> and I love that flight. I, knew I take you would. it all the time. I think they have one or two a day. I, I I mean, and I, I will take any flight to Burbank. It maybe, is like not, it's so perfect. Maybe we redesignate it to the Deb flight. The Deb flight. Yes. Okay. I'll see what I can do the for you. The Burbank Deb, the Burdeb flight. <laughs> the Burdeb flight. Okay. Continue. We've also got Spirit Airline recently uh, revealed that they will be offering Reno to Las Vegas service starting in August. So we have more flights, airlines coming in than ever before. That's good. But at the same time, we got parking issues. Yeah. So what happens and, with that? Well, we're working on that. We're working though. on that. And as you know, being a member of the community outreach I love committee, it. we are part of our master plan. We're going to be building a new rental car facility. This rental car facility will not be like some airports where you have to get on a shuttle, drive a mile or two away, get your car and vice versa and come back. It's going to be on the northern end. You basically walk out of baggage and get it. Oh, wow. It'll also have additional parking. But what's nice is right now, rental cars are inside of the parking facility. Yeah. So those will move over to the new parking garage. So wow. that's going to free up a lot right there. Also, we are not capturing all the rental car business that we could because we just don't have the room out there to have the cars available for these people. Reno is a destination spot, either for business or tourism. And as our community continues to expand, we've got to expand our facilities. So in our master plan, we've got a lot going on. And we'll share a little bit about that. Well, uh, what I will share right now is our airport is debt free. We hey, have no debt. Okay, I think that word that is worth saying again, debt free. Our airport. Our airport is debt free. How many airports can say that? So you heard it here. But that will change. I know. <laughs> We've got to. I know. So, you know, the board, we adopted our master plan. And some, you know, one of the projects is going to start off very soon is the expanded ticketing area. Oh, the ticketing area will go out to the sidewalk virtually. It's going to be open. It's, you've seen the pictures from the mm -hmm. COC meeting. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to represent what Northern Nevada is. There's going to be a lot more room for people with ski bags, golf bags, <laughs> things like that. Uh, ticket, uh, ticketless counters. You know, those things. I, You know what? <laughs> I'm glad they're ticketless, but I'm still struggling with technology. I hope they'll still have somebody there to help those there like There always us. will be Thank somebody you. there. We're also going to have some bathrooms on the southern end. Oh, good. So that's a good <laughs> thing. Uh, you know, I mentioned about the Conrad facility. That's going to be exciting. Uh, we're just finalizing things. The ring road around the airport is going to change, be more ADA compatible. Okay. So that's a big thing. Another thing, <clears throat> you know this. Our terminals are over 50 years old. They're roughly 77 wow. feet wide. New terminals these days are 150 feet wide, and we're going to be replacing them, and we could be adding a third one. Wow. So we'll have B, C, and D. That just seems crazy. I know. I mean, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. But because we are growing, we as are, you said. Absolutely. Our whole community is growing with tons of new businesses coming in. And these are some pretty big businesses who want people to come in and, and work and business meetings and travel. So it's good. It's good yeah. we're doing that. Our winter destination skiing, yeah. huge. Our summer, our fall, look at all the events we have throughout the year. So we've got to make sure we have an airport that meets those needs. And we will. Uh, we're probably even looking at changing where the entrance is and making it a gorgeous entrance coming in. Wow. Uh, we're going to, you know, we have expansion of our fixed based operators, um, okay. Stellar and... So when you say fixed base, some people may not know what right. you mean by that. So these are the people who operate our hangars, uh, the private jets, 
things like that. Uh, it's where JSX flies out of, and that's on the Rock uh, Boulevard side. So you have Stellar Aviation and Atlantic Aviation who okay. just partnered up with this, and they're fabulous to be working with. So we really appreciate what they're doing, but they're going to be expanding. Mm. The Dassault uh, maintenance facility there is going to be expanding. Wow. So those jobs are high paying jobs of those mechanics because, oh. you know, jet engine mechanics, you know, make a good living wage. So you're going to see more of that. Um, another thing that's really exciting is the board several months ago through uh, fellow trustee uh, Jennifer Rose, we all made the initiative to do buy and do business with local I am all about local business. Now you're talking my talk. Exactly. I know. I, See, I'm glowing now. You are glowing. You when you're listening on these other um, podcasts, you can't see it, but I am super excited about yeah, this. We, we, you know, we're going to bed. Some of the stuff, a lot of it can go local, but some of it can't, but we're at least starting saying, what can we do with local businesses? Because this is a local airport and we have to support our local businesses. I'm all about that. You know me. You, mm-hmm. How many times have you seen each other in locally owned restaurants? <laughs> That's all the only over? place we go. <laughs> I know it. It's important. It's important. Yeah. You know, chain restaurants are very important. I get it. They employ people here, you know, nothing no. wrong with that. But, you know, I've just always chose to support the local businesses. Another thing that I know is very close to your heart is our new art program. Oh, my gosh. Art is a big deal in our community, but it's even better when you walk in the airport and you see local art on the walls. And I I thought I saw something where they were doing something with like the elementary schools. How cool is that to be to go with your family and say, that's my class. That's my class. So you're, you're bringing the children into it as well as, you know, these fancy artists. We're bringing our local kids starting up so they can be a part of the airport. Absolutely. Growth. One of our biggest pieces out there is the skier. Everybody oh, says, yes. oh, meet me at the skier. Yeah, They don't say where, they just said, meet me at the skier. Well, we will be putting roughly 1% of all projects into art. We are putting a committee together to help us and working with the you know, museums and other uh, artists um, organizations to help us design what is our art program going to be? What does it look like? Is it wall art? Is it sculptures? Is murals? What is it? So we are working on that to make sure we have beautiful artwork out there because that's representative of our community. So, you know, I can't even begin to tell you all the exciting things out there. This is a great time to be in our airport. It totally is. And, you know, I appreciate, you know, as I chair the uh, COC committee, you being on it, what I appreciate. Okay, what is COC? Community Outreach. Okay, just committee, so people know. COC Community <laughs> Outreach. You know, when I took over chair, I said, and I've told you guys, you've heard me say it before, you are our ambassadors. It is your job to get this information out to our community. And you guys do a fabulous job. So I want to thank oh. every member of the COC because you are our ambassadors and we're going to be, you're going to be very busy. I know. We're, I'm excited about that. So while you are still here, I want to remind people that it's easy to find out about our airport. Go to renoairport.com. And I also want to ask you, what is the... If you were to say something that meant the most to you about the airport, what would you want our listeners to hear? The dedication of the employees. We have some of the best employees out there. I don't care if uh, you're on the janitorial staff, if you're a firefighter, you're a police officer, you're a counter agent. Everybody has made this airport what it is today. Now, you mentioned about our website. It's very, very important. And, that, you know, this is a very important message. There are weekends when we run out of parking spots. We haven't really turned any cars away yet. But if you go on to the website, you will see a status mm-hmm. of the parking, what long-term real is, real-time, long-term, and short-term parking. So it's very, very important. If you have a relative take you in, uh, grab a cab, Uber, Lyft, whatever program you might use, do that. 
it, you know, in the summer, it might get worse, but we are opening up a lot of uh, new lots, temporary lots, yeah. and moving things around. Okay. Well, with that said, I'm going to do my quote really quick before you have to head out and before we welcome our next guest. This is my quote for this week. Friends that travel together stay together. And I feel like our community is staying together and we are together because we're together with one heart. And I want to thank you, Richard J., for being on the board trustees and for bringing us all together to help build our community, make it a better place. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will have you on again until um, until then. I have to say goodbye for this segment, but I will be back um, with Jennifer Baker. and We'll talk a little bit more about the airport. Great. Thank you so much. And we appreciate you doing a great job here. Thank you. Be right back about Town Dev City Talk. Have some fun with About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I'm About Town Deb, your host, Debbie McCarthy, and I'm at the National Automobile Museum um, right downtown Reno by the river, which we all love the river, and we all love our amazing city in Reno, Nevada. As I mentioned before with our last guest, um, Richard J., so happy he was able to be on. He had to leave, but before he left, he thanked our amazing ambassadors for our incredible airport. And guess what? Across from me, I have Jen Baker, who is one of those amazing ambassadors with the Reno Airport Authority and my friend, and she's written books. She is, does like everything for the community. So welcome, Jen. And I would love you, even before we start, number one, thank you for everything you do for the community. But um, being on the airport outreach committee, how important is that to you to be an ambassador? Because you are an ambassador. You've been it for, I want to say, six years. But tell me like how you got started on it and a little bit about why it is so important for us. Oh, thanks. I I guess I'll start first with the simple answer. <laughs> I, I, I think it's been around six years. I lose track of time. It's been so much fun. Um, you don't really count the, the days and the meetings. Um, I did realize <laughs> that I hadn't missed a meeting in, in many years, so we burst that out last, I know. <laughs> last month. Um, and I won't miss this next one either. I will be arriving on my birthday and Via I'm sure I keep my, <laughs> keep my attendance record. I, I like that. So I was invited to be on the airport COC board, um, gosh, by the city. And, um, and I thought that it was just an honor to be able to represent something like that, bring um, outside influence to the airport. I travel, I, I traveled back then a lot more, but yeah. I still travel a lot um, for speaking engagements, business work. Um, and as I traveled around the country um, internationally, I would bring sort of some of that wisdom home, different things that other airports were doing. And um, I started appreciating from the get-go how much our airport does mm-hmm. for our community to keep it easy <laughs> and light and positive and, um, and even committed to making a really positive impact in our community in social ways as well. So it's just grown over the six years from really just being a building that we would walk into to really being a building of experience for our community. It helps people. As I fly into, I'll just throw it out there, the San Francisco airport, you know, (laughs) the city of arts and this culture. And it's not, um, you come home to Reno and you walk in and you're home. <laughs> and people who have never experienced Nevada 
have an experience of Nevada before they even walk out of the building. So I think that's incredible. I think it's so much fun for me to walk in and hear the oohs and ahs of people going, oh my gosh, and look at that, and look at this. And it's fun. It's like walking into a museum as you're getting off the airport. Actually, that is true because Mm -hmm. we were talking about the art in the last segment. And I'm not sure how often they trade the art out, you know, um, but when they do, there is always a big press release where they invite the community. And um, we have a skier, um, David Wise. Right, David Wise. And he's local. And every time he, you know, flies to do, you know, flies out, when he comes back in, the whole community welcomes him. And what airport invites the whole community? If you want to see yeah. David Wise and you want to say thank you, we're saying thank you. And um, the other welcome in, you might know a little bit more about it, is um, I really wanted my dad to do this um, for the honor, the, the honor flight. <sighs> is that something you feel comfortable talking about? Oh, absolutely. I, would, I, would, I haven't missed one see, of those either, sister. And you sister. know, I wasn't <laughs> even going to, I don't even, see how the, oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. Yeah. Uh-uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to let you talk because I actually am speechless, but I want people to realize, as you said, when you come off a plane or when you get on a plane and you're in that lobby and you're in the airport for us, it really is about making you feel like you're part of a family. Mm-hmm. And um, the air flight, air flight is what it's called? Honor flight. Honor flight. So please share a little bit about how we um, do the honor flight. We're, we're changing gears. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's important. It I didn't is. mean to do that. That's no, what happens on my it show. Is. This is so big for me. Um, yeah. Anyone who hasn't experienced an honor flight moment absolutely is missing out on truly understanding the impact of what some of our veterans have done in the world and the impact of the love and care and concern that we have and and the adoration we have for our veterans. It is a magical experience. We have people from little babies to our pageant kids to elected officials constantly and just average everyday heroes that show up just to welcome these guys home and to say goodbye to them as they leave. There's nothing more beautiful than a moment like that. In in some of the worst times of our lives, my, my family's lives, um, we've shown up on a day, uh, on a bad day, I, I'm talking a really bad day in our family just to be there to stay committed. Oh, sorry. That's to stay okay. committed to... Um, to our part in in thanking those vets and really being there for them when they come home. The honor flight itself is so beautiful. What they do and the commitment that they give to showing respect to our veterans, um, I believe, don't quote me on this completely, but I believe that all of those that have applied from the World War One and Two have gone and have been honored there. It's now they've moved on to honoring the Vietnam veterans, which is really, really beautiful and incredible. And um, I have a couple of times volunteered to go and I haven't had the opportunity yet, but I um, have some very close friends who have, because I talked some friends into going who are military honored veterans and their family members went with them instead. Because I said, if if they won't go, I'll go. (laughs) And it's beautiful. We all jumped to the occasion because it truly is magical. And I will say this, um, you know, in honor of the honor flight, Bob Dole um, people don't know this. So here's a fun fact. I'm a big history. We were just well, talking yeah, about that. Big fun sure. facts. Um, Bob Dole actually met every single honor flight until the day he died last year. Wow. In his wheelchair with all of his handicaps, with all of his physical issues, every single come hell or high water, he was there for it. What a beautiful thing. What a beautiful honor for him to sit there and greet every single 
that trend that wow. came through. Something neat to hear about and know. And mm. I know Southwest is big on this. This is yeah. why they do what they do. Um, I full credit to whoever created that idea at Southwest. That was incredible. Well, it's definitely very touching to see it. Yes. So like I said, so that's a big part of what our airport is doing. And then they also have the, is it Pause for Love with, with the doggies? They do. They have one other really cool thing oh, that yeah. I don't know if you've known. Um, a couple of years ago, I experienced this one for the first time. I think it was four years ago. It's um, Heroes to the Mountains. Oh, I don't know if I've... Oh my what is goodness, that one? it's disabled veterans. Oh no. That are taken, they're, they're flown into Reno and they're taken up to, uh, forgive me, it used to be Squaw Valley. Now it's uh, Olympic Village, Okay, whatever, Palisades, yeah. whatever yeah. it's called now. It's still Squaw Valley to me. Um, I'm going to hold strong on that one. I'm Native American. <laughs> I can hold pride in You can hold pride in that. Um, anyway, they flew them in to the airport and this was absolutely breathtaking as well. It was honored just like an honor flight. You're talking people of all walks of life coming in just to honor these guys. They all came in. They're all disabled veterans who wow. were, um, some of them very disabled, some, you know, partially, but they're taken up to Olympic village and they get to spend a week in um, oh prosthetics gosh. of all different types to allow them that thrill freedom. of the chase yeah. and the freedom to go down that mountain wow. as fast as they want to go. And they're trained on how to use these so that it's safe and it's beautiful. That's another one of the, again, the airport does a lot of these things with people. I don't even, I didn't even know that. Oh, well, like that I is said, so welcome cool. to the experience of being on this. It, this, oh is, my gosh. this is stuff that we get invited to that you don't realize is happening when you get those press releases. Yeah. Yeah. Out in the media, you may not pay as much attention, but I started paying attention after the first couple of really cool events started yeah, no, happening. I, and I pay attention when I get them, but I haven't yeah, seen, I, yeah. I'm, I'm new on the board, so I've only had a couple of meetings. So I think that is yeah. incredible. Yeah. And they do a lot of, I mean, it's not just the David Wives. It's not, they do all kinds of things like this. And it's just a beautiful experience to pop in and go, wow, look at this one. So wow. yeah, the <laughs> airport really does take it over and above any other airport I've ever seen. Ever. So oh, it's man. fun. Not just in, you know, the art that's in there. You were talking about the art. The art that's in there is great, but the artifacts and the pictures and the advertising, they're really careful about what they what they put into the building and where they place it so that mm -hmm. you can see everything. I know the there's messages from the mayors all over, messages mm -hmm. from the governor in all different states across the, the country, but they're not always as personalized as, say, our sweet mayor that we have. Oh, you know, she's it's so really adorable on it. I'm like, oh, there she Hillary. is. I no, know. She, it, it's warm. It's welcoming. It, and it's, it's her. Talking, it's, yeah. She's speaking yeah. from her heart. Yeah. And that's, I think, that... Genuine. That is what I think our whole community, we have so many, um, you know, leaders and um, volunteers and ambassadors who really do speak from their heart. Yeah. And so if, if you're listening and you've thought about coming to Reno or Tahoe, we have the best airport for you to fly into and fly out of. And, you know, what Richard was saying about um, with the expansion, we're going to have room for those skis and those golf clubs because we've got amazing skiing. We have amazing um, golf not that, I mean, you're a golfer and I'm sure you probably do all of that. I don't do any of that. I, I'm the I'm gotta a, go do it girl. <laughs> you, you are the go do it girl. I, I'm the go um, enjoy the restaurants girl and go to all the cocktail. events. I'm the co cocktails, cocktails. No, I just don't do that. But I, I really do. I, we, I just really want people to get across when they're listening that this is an airport that you could feel safe, that you can come to, that you can enjoy our local feel. And um, speaking of cocktails and local feel, um, 
Vino Volo is right. Like when you come off the elevator, it's, I think it's a couple years old. And I love with Vino Volo and next to it is the Verdi Market, not Verdi as in the Verdi next to Reno. Um, it's just the name of it. But if you go look on their shelves, it's all local. I mean, they have Kimmy Candy, they've got Tahoe bars, you know, they, and the coffee is, it's a local from a local coffee I don't know. I don't, maybe hub. I'm not sure which one. Um, and then at, at Vino Volo, they have Nevada sunset wines. They have a lot of my favorite Eldorado Sierra foothill wines, which are just right. Two hours, 20 minutes away. So what airport I'm mean, think about it. How many airports do you go into where you see your own local products? So it's dedicated to the small to making sure in yes. this community. Yeah. And again, bringing the Reno flavor into yeah the Reno Tahoe International Airport. Airport. Well, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we still get Jen for another, another segment or two. We'll see. But anyway, we're going into our final segment. So it's about to end up a city talk. We'll be right back. Ready to help from her toes to her head. Just give her a shout. Call about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I'm About Town Deb, your host. This is our fourth and final segment. It goes by way too fast. Um, I do. We still have Jen Baker here. I'm so happy she's still here. And we are talking about the airport and how amazing it is. And I just love how you were able to share the importance of our veterans. And I just think that that... (laughs) And many aspects of our veterans. So that was, thank you. That really wasn't planned. And that's <laughs> what we love about this podcast is because we start one way, we end up over there. So um, thank you for getting us off track because it was an important track to be on. Uh, be, so before we start talking a little bit about looking forward into the year, I know uh, a fun fact, we're going to go back a ways. We're going to talk a fun fact about the airport, which I did not know when I shared it with Jen, she did not know. Yeah. So I baffled her. So here's a fun airport, um, Reno Tahoe Airport fact. Reno Tahoe International Airport was built in 1929, originally named Hubert Field after Eddie is it Hubert? Hubbard. Hubbard. H-U-B-B-A-R-D. Hubbard. Did I say it Hubbard. wrong? Hubbard. It's a Debbie talk. Hubbard Field. Um, so Eddie Hubbard was VP and operations manager of Boeing Air Transport. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did. I think about 1929. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what it looked like then. And now it says, as we are um, the 62nd busiest commercial airport in the nation. Reno Tahoe International Airport, RTIA, serves approximately, now this baffles me, 4.1 million passengers per year, 147 million pounds of cargo, and we're located, for those of you listening that aren't familiar, we are only five minutes from downtown Reno and 40 minutes from some of the finest ski resorts and outdoor recreation in the world. Reno Tahoe International Airport is a gateway to Lake Tahoe and the entire region. And I wanted to say that because we are a podcast as well as on Facebook Live and YouTube. So if you're listening, go, hey, I have not been to Reno Tahoe in a while. Like I want to go skiing. I want to golf. I want to go boating. I want to go hiking. I want to go snowshoeing. And this gal is the gal to tell you because she's the outdoor. I think you were just moonlight snowshoe. What we are you do doing? Full Talk moon. about that really quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ever want to come and do something magical, you need to be up in Lake Tahoe on the Sierra Mountains for our full moons. End of story. There's nothing more magical, spiritual, connected 
than being up there on the top of one of the mountains as mm. close to the moon as you can possibly get. Mm. It's just magical. So since, you know, you do a lot of magical stuff for us, <laughs> but you also um, are a part of some serious stuff. So we're going to take a little serious side note and then we're going to have some fun with some cool travel facts. But um, there's something near and dear to your heart. The airport does support and does help. So I'm going to let you say a little bit about that. We're not going to go in depth of it, but we want people to know how important it is. I'm not bipolar. I just like mm-hmm. yin and yang. Let's let's be clear. <laughs> I, I do both sides really well, yes. a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, the, yeah, the airport... Um, one of the most beautiful, you, you heard me brag about the, the history and the arts and the culture and that they really bring the city into the airport for people to experience it. Um, one of the other sides of the airport that I am crazy in love with the airport leadership, um, starting from three CEOs ago <laughs> till now, um, the current one took great to greater. And I really think he's doing a great job. So kudos to Darren. I think he's he's really taken on a great thing, didn't do anything to mess it up and really amplified more of what was already great. Um, the safe space or safe place um, designation. It is a huge um, impact in the world. We are an international airport. This is a big deal. When you get um, flights coming in from all over the world, you do have to pay attention to who comes in as your passengers on both incoming and outgoing flights. And um, they had a great idea once to, I, I, they being on the airport advisory, um, we travel around, we bring ideas back. And um, there were a few times that a few of us, <laughs> just leave it out there, had suggested that we do a little more in the um, sex trafficking world, um, human trafficking as a whole, not just sex. But um, throughout the time, they hadn't said a lot about it. Great leadership, you know, buttons up and, and takes care of business and comes out and presents what they've done. That's great leadership. And um, under Mary Lee and Brian Culpin and several other people that were involved during that time went through the painstaking um, process of becoming a safe place designated location. Not only did they do that, they also just were chosen as the one airport in this country. Wow to do the safe place video training that is going to be used by all of the other airports over how to spot someone who's being trafficked, how to understand it, how to deal with it. And that to me is life changing for so many thousands of passengers that go through often. um, And some that will come through one time that if they see that designation, everybody, every employee and every board member wears a badge that says this is a safe place designation. So if something is wrong, whatever that word wrong may mean, where they know they need help, they can walk up to a badged employee and within minutes, they will be surrounded by somebody who will take care of them from then on. Awesome. So that is, it's a beautiful, amazing opportunity for us to know that it exists. And it's a real answer to some of these um, horrific criminals that Reno does not mess around, not in our backyard. So I think it's awesome. That's good. Yeah, that's the deep stuff. That's the deep stuff. So we do talk about a little bit of everything. So thank you for being a part of the deep stuff and making sure that we um, are protecting our community of all ages. Um, So time goes by so fast. It's already almost that time again. Um, So I'm going to ask you a quick question. Since you are here, what are you looking forward to in 2022? I am looking forward to this 
country and our world, getting back to being in love and mm-hmm. reconnecting and moving about safely again. That's what I'm really looking forward to. I've been a part of several projects trying to bring people back to a place of love, commitment, respect. And uh, I've seen a lot of it, a lot of it. Debbie, it's beautiful out there. <laughs> oh, believe and, me, and I'm, I'm Humanity the glass has full. a way that we are like, we are going to get through this. We are going to overcome it. We're not just overcomers, we're achievers. And people cannot mm. not be connected. We are reaching out in so many different ways. Even though we were locked in our homes and in our basements, we're, we're still doing that. And right now, um, there's a lot of international travel coming back on my board. I'm excited um, about that. Not yeah. that I get to do it very often, but I got a passport, so I, I'm ready. I've already, I've, I've continued to travel the entire yeah. time. Our airport was open for business. Yeah. And I'll tell you, girl, I rocked the world and had a blast during COVID uh. traveling around to make sure I stayed connected to the world. But we were beyond blessed and um, actually being a part of this new movement of everybody being dedicated to bringing love and happiness and respect back to the world i've i've been invited to some pretty major awesome. cool things and i'd love to keep you up to yeah, date and drag I mean, you no, out with I'm, me <laughs> i love to travel miss yeah. miss jazzy georgia there she's a traveler too oh yeah um anyway gosh it feels like we're like it's almost over um so if if somebody wants to find out more, more from you on how they could pursue that happiness and be involved, and you also have written well, how many books? Three? You're <laughs> Three. on your third? Yeah. So Actually, how, I'm on my fourth, fourth. and fifth. Okay. I'm writing two more Okay. Right now. So how do they get a hold of you to <sighs> share the experience of happiness and love? If, if they want to stay connected to me, I do have an email program. They're welcome to text 22828 and type in the words... Um, Oh, forgive me just one second. I just forgot it. Success GPS. My apologies. Okay, one more time. Yes. 22828. And it's success GPS is the contact. Okay. That's the easiest way to get onto okay. something that I'm doing. I have all kinds of websites and phone numbers. But and that's all that the easiest stuff. way. The easiest is just if you want to know who I am or what I'm doing, or where I'm going. I like that. That's the easiest way. Okay. And then also I want to remind you guys, please check. You can go online at the airport. Reno is at Reno Tahoe airport.com. Reno Tahoe airport.com. Yes, ma'am. So yes, Reno. No, actually it's Reno airport.com. Oh my gosh. So we're both in trouble. www.renoairport.com. So before you go on a flight, if you want to check out a flight, please go there first. As we mentioned with Richard, parking, especially spring break and summer's coming up, it it will give you real-time parking and they will help you make sure you get the perfect spot. And also before I forget, next week, we are going to be back here at the National Automobile Museum with Yvonne Murphy and Angela White. Um, with the Reno Philharmonic. And I'm excited about that because we got lots of cool art and culture with our town. And I also want to remind everybody that together we are one heart. So it does fit Jen's motto of getting everybody back to being happy. And I also want to give a, tw- this is just an interview before I forget, because I did look these up. I want to, this is something I had no idea, but I'm sure Jen and I'm sure everybody else knows. So I did not know this. Pilots and co-pilots must eat different meals. It makes Mm -hmm. sense where you're going to hear it. Before a flight, you won't find a pilot chowing down on the same cuisine as a co-pilot. In fact, it's standard protocol for the two to consume different foods before assuming their positions. Why? If one experienced food poisoning or can't leave the bathroom, (laughs) the other must be capable of taking over. I did not know that. And one other quick tip. One third of your taste buds are numb when you fly. 
They, you aren't imagining things. The deli sandwich really does taste different. According to science, about one third of your taste buds become numb at high altitudes. And that's why people love the Bloody Marys because the juice is flavorable. Flavorable. Anyway, it is that time again. I just wanted to leave you with two fun facts. It is about town Deb with City Talk. I will see you next week and have a beautiful day. And remember, together we're one heart.